Welcome to today's episode of Jazz Beats, your number one podcast for jazz news and entertainment. Here are your hosts, Jackson and Tyson. That's us. We're your hosts. <laughs> that is us. Dude, I'm getting closer to you on this couch. This is kind of weird. So my wife actually watched the episode. We are on YouTube now, by the way. Yeah. So hello, YouTubers. If you're watching, we're watching you. <laughs> my wife actually watched this and was like, why are you guys sitting so far away? It looks weird. Yeah. And I said, is it weirder than if we were like knee to knee? Yeah. And she 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 retraced her steps of and course. said, yeah, you're right. You're okay. Well, you can see who's advancing in the relationship here. That's right. I'm going to huddle up over here as much as I can. Um, we are Jazz Beats. Thank you guys for listening or watching. Um, yeah, either way. I, I'm Jackson. This is Tyson over here. So happy to be here. If you don't know we're on YouTube, hang out over there. You can now comment over there, which is cool. We can interact with you a little bit. So you can find us on plenty of platforms. I mean, any of the podcasters, of course, and then we have some social media activity as well and YouTube now. So all over the place. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now YouTube. So if you want to be kind of a fly on the wall on our episode, tune in there. And you can also see how well-dressed Tyson is every day. I take this pretty damn serious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Is this... I feel like we're ex- we're extra happy today. We are. It's easy to be happy if you're a, if you're a Jazz fan. It's weird. We both predicted we would go zero and three these first three games, right? Correct. Uh, I, like it, yeah. I, I don't know which games we were going to win, but I thought we'd win two out of the first five. Yeah, and we are now three and zero. Three and zero. Expectations were were in this range, real low before. And now, after three games, we are we are a really good team. Okay, so in the, in the entire league, well, let's start with just the West. There's only two teams that are undefeated in the West. And we just knocked one of them out, so there's only Correct. two left. So Blazers and the Jazz are both 3-0. and Both kind of a wild card pick you wouldn't expect. Well, and, and in the East, you've only got two. Or you've only got uh, two that are three uh, that are undefeated. That's Celtics that are 3-0 and and the Bucks that are 2-0. and Both of those... Are expected. You know, they're both really good teams going to be the top of that conference at the end of the year, but but not these two. Not the Blazers and the Jazz. So out of the four teams in the entire NBA, we are in the best running for the best record in all of the NBA currently three and oh. Hey, what are you what are you attributing that to? Why are we three and oh? What's that's a bloody good question. I hope you have an answer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's a it's a couple of teams. I, I think our team is kind of a um a misfit toys team. Okay. Did you watch that the Rudolph show, the old puppet Rudolph show when we were kids? Tell me more. Yeah, the Island of Misfit Toys. There's all the toys everybody threw out because they didn't no. want to play with them. They're all weird. No. Square wheels on a train. That's a poor design. Exactly. Okay. You look down the lineup of, of our guys, and a lot of our guys are are people other teams have thrown away. And said, oh, we tried it. It's not working. We'll make a trade. Uh, Markinen drafted the Bulls, went to Cleveland. They tried him for half of a season and then traded him. Um, you could even say that about Clarkson. You can say that about Conley when he left for Ja Morant to get more time right, in Memphis. Right. Um, Vanderbilt. Beasley, Vanderbilt, um, down the line. We're kind of a misfit toys. And I think because of that, People uh, underestimate us, and we have a chip on our shoulder to, to go out and, and, and just kill teams. It's been a Utah theme, and it, for us as fans, we always have been the, the underdog, right? It's, it, it's almost like that's who we are, and we almost enjoy that, 
game time where n- there are there is lower expectations for our performance, and then when it comes out great, it's like this is fantastic. And I think that's what we missed the last couple years as well. Is for we sure. we lost that underdog mentality. We lost the fight. We were okay with being. Oh, this is who we are. We're we're that good. You know, right, we can right. just come in here and, and win games now. And and we can't do that now. We have to go all in, all in with everybody and and work together. And we didn't have that the last couple of years. And it's super fun. <laughs> it's to watch. way fun. Now I haven't seen a highlight reel from the Jazz locker room since pre Joe Ingles. I've seen two videos on their social media recently after post games. They are just celebrating like crazy. And and. Some of the best years with Donovan and Rudy is when we could tell the players were having fun. And I think that that's evident with the roster we have right now. I think they're having fun. I, I agree. And it's weird you see all these new faces. There's, no, there's hardly anybody who has played together before, and they're having that much fun. It's strange. But it's, it's this, this, is, this has been a fun season. Like it's been the, so far. I mean, it's, it's, an, it's a young, early season so far. But it's been a lot of fun for people to watch. I've had more fun so far this year than I had this point. I agree. Previous season, right? And part of it's those low expectations where we're, we're exceeding those by a mile. Right. And it makes it fun. Game one, Denver at home. Yes. Jokic, two-time MVP in the house. And we just, we, uh, we just came out guns blazing. We certainly did. We, we had him from the tip. We had him from the tip, didn't we? It was, it was our lead most think, of the game. I think so. It was pretty comfortable. Yeah. For us, not for Denver. <laughs> not for Denver. And it's weird, like, well, maybe it was a little closer than I'm thinking, but um, I, I don't even know where I'm going. I'm so excited. So here's the thing. We, we have a lot of bigs on our team, right? I mean, true. Uh, and when we play all three bigs or we have that big lineup and we only have two guards, it's, it's a total different style of basketball than we've been watching in Utah for, for years. And it, we when we collapse those three big guys on their biggest players in the paint, I think that we're a hard team to score on. You think of three bigs or, or multiple bigs on the floor, and you're like, how is that going to work? But all of their play styles, they go together really well. You have Olenek, right. who's been on fire from three. I think that I saw that he's like seven for nine from three point this season already. That's awesome. um, you have Markinen who can shoot the three. You've got Vanderbilt in here who's just a straight-up hustle guy. We're going to talk about him later. Yes. Um, but all their play styles go together. It's not just three guys clogging the paint. Right. But yet they're capable of that when needed on the defensive end, it's, getting rebounds. Uh, Vanderbilt only has 23 minutes a game, but he's our leading rebounder. That's, that's totally he, off the charts. It's like, it's like having Greg Ostertag shoot a three ball and it go in. That's just weird. <laughs> you know. So it's a new style of play, and we've got to get used to it. The players seem comfortable. Uh, how's the chemistry on the court? Do you think that there's good chemistry with all these players? Like you say, none of them have played together. There's no history. Is that good or bad? Well, I, I read a little thing about the, the last game. We won in overtime on a Kelly Olenek uh, game-winning layup. Yeah, okay. not not what we drew up, but it'll work. It, but was it? So no way. The Get guys, the guys wanted Olenek with the ball in his hands. I don't know if they expected that layup, but they wanted him to make the play. Is what I read. Interesting about an interview okay. or whatever. Um, including Will Hardy wanted wanted Olenek with the ball just because of his size. He can see the floor and his ability to make plays and passes. Okay. They wanted to give him the ball. So I think that alone says the chemistry is there. A guy that's not known for, for game winners by any means. Right. But in a new face that everyone was comfortable with him with the ball in his hands, 
to make a play. And that's, that's as much chemistry as anything is trusting in the guy across from you that you met three weeks ago or a month ago. Honestly. Yeah. I, I think it goes a long way. Okay. So talk, uh, talking about end of game clutch shooting, it seems like the other player that will Hardy coach Hardy is wanting to be that guy at the end of the game is Jordan Clarkson. We haven't ever seen that before. We've always had Donovan Mitchell. We've had a bogey. We've had a lot of other players that we relied on for that clutch shooting. What are your thoughts on Jordan Clarkson stepping into that role on the Jazz? I think he's born for it. I mean, we always know he's a he's a, a flamethrower. That's right. his nickname, right? He just comes out, and he is tossing, and he's scoring, and he's aggressive. And I think he's been made for that spot, but he hasn't been able to showcase it. He's right. always been off the bench. He's always been behind right, right. maybe a more notable scorer. And it's fun to see. He's going to make a ton of mistakes because that's what he does. He right. goes... He goes too hard in the hole sometimes, but you look at his assist numbers. He's averaging six assists a game. Way over next last and, year. And he's Gotta never be been expected double. to do that until now. Right. So he's, it's fun to see him come into what he is capable of and not have some reins on him and say, nope, you're off the bench and you're a scorer. He's all, he's, his ability to be a facilitator this year is nothing like we've ever seen before, but he's still a threat on the board. Like He still wants to score. That's his thing. And he is a fast shooter. In any point in the game, it'll be first quarter, nine minutes to go. He will catch and shoot fast. So you're right. Maybe he's born for that catch and release, quick shot, put the game on the line kind of guy. I like it. We've got six guys averaging double figure scoring. I mean, how do you how do you scout that? How do you prepare for that kind of team? It's like maybe that's part of the reason why we're able to get some wins at this point is because we're so unstructured, so unpredictable for other rosters and teams to come up with a plan. Well, you think about your first game watching us, let's say preseason. Right. And I know with me, it was going into it with, with no expectations. I don't know what I'm going to see. I don't know who's going to play, who's going to do what. And it was very interesting to learn about what was going to happen. I think other teams are feeling that too. Right. There's no film on us right now. There's brand new coach, brand new team. Nobody has played together except for maybe a couple guys. It's like, how do you prepare and how do you know what you're getting into going into right. a game? And right. I think that's helped us and I hope it doesn't hurt us down the line. Okay, so that that's of course what everyone listening is wanting to know. I mean, how sustainable is that predictability that's kind of our element of surprise that the Jazz have right now? We're going to find out how good of a coach Will Hardy really is 100%. when other guys are able to scout and prepare for his system. And we're, we're going to get a sneak peek of that this week because we've got two teams we're playing twice, right? So we're going to be seeing the Nuggets and Houston. And any time that you're playing the same team in that short of a time, adjustments are easily made on the coaching and staffing side of things. And we've got pros on the other side. So let's see what Will Hardy can come up with. That'll be super interesting. It will be because you'll see Houston. We play Houston back-to-back games. Right. So it's going to be like a playoff scenario. You right. get one game. And this is what Quinn was really good at. Right. Those first couple of games, he had this scheme going, and it worked really well. And then other coaches were able to adjust, and he couldn't readjust. And so we'll see what happens in the second game of Houston. I'm excited for that game more so than the first one. The second you are. The second matchup okay. with Houston this week. Okay, that, that's it. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to those. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. upcoming games okay. towards the end of this. What? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Really quick on Will Hardy. You guys mentioned, we, we mentioned early on in the podcast that you can see us on all these different f- platforms. 
do you re- do you remember the press conference where uh, Will Hardy was actually questioned about the streaming options for the Utah Jazz coming up? Um, he actually talked about how it's been more difficult, more complicated of a process. I'm assuming legal, the, the legal side of it is what the issue is. Is but he did want he did say it was frustrating that there wasn't easier for Jazz fans to stream. However, we only have three <laughs> NBA TV games this whole year. And they took one of them away. Did we you see that? We had four early on. <laughs> yeah. And then when Donovan left, so did that fourth game. So if you are watching on Fubo, this is going to be a cracker year. You're only going to miss three games. That is outstanding value. So, but, but he did say that he is looking into it, and I do expect in the next season or two that we're going to see a different streaming option for Utah Jazz. It'll be interesting. Yeah, so if you're frustrated with that ability to find games, yeah. I've had multiple people text me like during games and saying, how, are you Where, how do I watch this? What's going on? Where right. do I get this channel? And right. it's, it's a frustrating conversation like to explain what happened with the DISH contract and, right. and all these things and what we're doing now. So it is promising that um, Ryan Smith is that pushy going forward. Right. It and sounds and like he, is, he, oh, said, he's that, aware, he said the conversation is fast and furious. Right. So hopefully that means next season. Oh, that would be good. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I want to talk a little bit about Uh the nicknames of our team. Okay. Have you heard some of these? I'm about to. Our our nicknames are are, our top tier right now. Well, they've got to be because the real names are just (laughs) just a struggle sometimes. Okay. So we're going to talk about these and how well they fit the guys. Okay. And just just the level of nicknames we have. We have JC. Okay. We've had for years. Jordan Clarkson's JC is 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 perfect. He's the savior. He he is <laughs> my my sister who's a uh, uh, an okay jazz fan. She's she's she likes going to games. She likes seeing the team, but she doesn't seek out anything. But and she heard JC for the first time at a game, and she was a little concerned that everyone's like she she was with my mom and said, "Mom, I think you gotta you, you can't be shouting that." In, in the a jazz arena, Go JC, and okay. she's had to explain it to her what was going on, and so top tier nickname, right? Okay, okay, fits into a T. Colin Sexton, his nickname is Young Bull. Young Bull, I love it. And is there a better better description of him? He's he's the bull market. He's the bull player. He is up and coming for sure. And you saw him kind of do that little motion, right? Oh, the stomp on his foot, dragging his foot yeah. at Jokic on yeah. game one? Yeah. Game one. I think he was kind of like, I am the bull. Here I come. Hear me roar or whatever. <laughs> what, what sound do bulls make? They grunt? Yeah. Okay. Grunt. I can't imagine. So until we see him grunt, this doesn't count. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but no, he's fearless is what I think of. And he's a bull running at the rim only at six foot one. Okay. And he's, it's, it's great. That Young is, bull. That is a good bull. I, I like it. We have Lowry Markinen's nickname. He is from Finland, okay, and his is the finisher with two ends because he's Finnish. I love it. So he's the finisher, and and he's another guy that could come into the play at the end of games that he we really, could see and, taking over. And you know, if you if I see him with the ball and we have to have a winning shot, I'm comfortable. Like I'm like okay, I'm happy with where that ball is. It's not like a minivan situation where we're like get 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 rid of the ball, get rid of the ball, get rid of the ball. Like I'm good. Like. I'm good with almost our entire starters to, to be the finisher, but uh, he is the finisher. The finisher. The finisher. The finisher. <laughs> we need to figure out what a Finnish accent is. I'm going to go with what you just did. Okay, so. let's do it. Um, the finisher. 
Fantastic. He's Love a matchup guy. nightmare for guys. He can shoot the three, goes off the dribble. He has a nice turnaround fade in the post. I mean, he's he's the man. He's averaging 24 for us. Lovely. Excellent. Um, next, we have our rookie, Walker Kessler Ranger, coming in. And I don't know how this fits into his style, but the name is, is outstanding, <laughs> right? Instead of We don't have Chuck Norris, Walker Texas Ranger. We have Walker, Walker Kessler, Kessler Ranger. Ranger. Well, we need to see him in some boots, and why not? <laughs> um, Walker Kessler Ranger. That's a long one, but I'm going to get used to it for you. Yeah. I, I, will, I will call him that next time I see him. And then we have Jared Vanderbilt. Where's number eight, by the way? And this came from his days in Minnesota. Call him V8. Right? V8. And I want you to think about that for a sec. Let me paint a picture. A V8. Close your eyes, everyone. Just imagine. A vegetable drink, right? Oh, it's not the direction that's, I was hoping. That's the face I was hoping for. You uh, have your vegetables. It's not, it's not too exciting. It doesn't show up on people's list of favorites. But your fruit and vegetables are your, your key to your well-being. And they're like the, one of the cornerstones of your life, okay? okay? Everyone needs your fruit and vegetables. They're not that exciting, but you got to have them in order to feel good and to be a success. Okay. Am I right? Okay, yeah. And Jared Vanderbilt is that player. He's a guy that everybody wants on his team. Every coach wants a Jared Vanderbilt on his team because he does all the little things, does all the things that nobody cares about, doesn't show up on the stat sheet. And it's things that every successful team needs. He is the hustle. So, for, I, so I'm V8. Th- I'm thinking a car engine when you say V8. Oh. See, I'm thinking like, oh, we've got to have a V8. Uh, American horsepower, baby. He's fast. He's furious. He's Vanderbilt V8. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Was that that works just as well? <laughs> so he he was compared to by Thurl Bailey, like Dennis Rodman, just as far Ooh. as the hustle goes, the willingness to always chase the rebound, and smart position, and that you can be smart with where you need to be, but have the hustle to get there, which is I think what he was trying to compare him to, always willing to get to where he needs to be for the best position. And how many people will say the Bulls? would have still won those championships without Dennis Rodman. I honestly think that he was a – you couldn't have done it. I, I don't think so. So important. Dennis Rodman. That's such a good good compliment are. for him. That's awesome. It is. Guess what, guys? We actually came up with a name for our new segment because last week we had hundreds of emails of people complaining <laughs> about the name of our segment. And we just – we're just people pleasers. So that's coming up soon. Uh, should we hear about it after our – Sponsors? Let's take a quick break. Okay. We have a word from our sponsors, and then we'll get to the new segment and and the new name for the segment. (laughs) Oh, man, it's good. (laughs) Okay, so stay tuned. It's coming up. So the NBA is back in full swing, right? And with that comes opportunity. There's always good opportunities. (laughs) So um, DraftKings is an official betting partner of the NBA, and they have some some cool new promotions going on right now. you put in $5 and make a Moneyline bet on their DraftKings Sportsbook app, and you can win $200 in free bets if that team wins. That's a great return. That right? is. <laughs> I, listen, I even checked this out. I, I downloaded it, and I enjoyed it. I got I got some money on some lines here, uh, some fantasy lineups that I'm hoping come through for me. So, listen, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, and I'm a parlay kind of guy. Because I always feel lucky, right? <laughs> I actually follow some things on Instagram <laughs> all about outrageous bets that have gone through. 
do share. And people are are cleaning house with some of these. If if you'd have done any bets on the Jazz to be three and zero, your odds would have been. You wouldn't have even cared about the free two hundred dollars that that they're gonna give you over at DraftKings because you'd have been rolling in the money. It'd have been so good. You guys need to check it out for sure. If I'm betting right now, I'm going, I'm going marking in on points. Right. He's gonna have have another thirty game coming up soon. Wow. Um, and I'm going Conley on assists, or I'm I'm going Clarkson on assists because he's been killing it on he assists, has. and I'm sure his assists over under is like three. I'll bet right. it's round three. And he'll beat that. Yeah, he'll, he'll beat, beat that. that. So those are my those are my suggestions. Um, don't come after me if they're wrong, but. That's what I would do. That's your free pick. Maybe I'll do it. You guys need to do this today. So do do what I did. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo TBPN. Again, that's TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. It's awesome. Um, we do have an, another sponsor we want to shout oh, out. Yes. We are in a beautiful location right here at Fizz Drinks in Richfield, Utah. If you don't know, Fizz is the hot spot to, to get a drink over here in Richfield and wherever they are in the state of Utah. They want to let you guys know with the cooler temperatures setting in, they've got the best hot chocolate in town right here at Fizz. And what's the other special thing they're doing for I fans? mean, if you look around, if you're on YouTube, you're watching us. This nice plush couch we got. We got we got tiered seating going on here. Yes, Beautiful do. TV that you guys can't see. And they're going to air, the at least the Richfield branch at Fizz Drinks is going to air every jazz game up on this screen. So if you're looking for a place to watch the game, you didn't subscribe to Fubo, head into Fizz Drinks, watch the TV, hang out, get yourself a hot chocolate. Get a hot chocolate and uh, the chonuts. Hot chocolate and chonuts in a jazz Ugh. game? <laughs> Oh my, put that in your calendar for real. So we th- a big shout out to Fizz. Thanks for uh, putting up a studio for us. Back at it. Back at it. Um, we have a new segment. And we have a new name oh. for that segment. <laughs> oh man, it's going to be rich, man. And uh, I'm going to leave it to you. you this is this is your okay. choosing okay. of the name. So our new segment is called... <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm just getting a call from our, our legal team here. Uh... Okay, yeah, we, we now own the rights to the to the title of our show. Oh my gosh. It's the Utah Jazz Know It or Blow It segment. Love it. We're going to get you on the show here. You're, you have to be put up by another listener who's been a guest who suggests that you come on. We'll ask you the three questions. You either know it or you blow it. And we call you the worst jazz fan ever. Of all time. <laughs> so we have a caller waiting. Why don't you go ahead and make that call? All right, let's get this in. The, if, you're, if you're new to this, the, the story is you get three questions that ramp up in difficulty quite a bit. And um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, so here we go. It's slick. We've got, uh, again, we always just let them decide if they want their names to be. Hello. Hello. This is uh, Tyson and Jackson from Jazz Beats Podcast. Who are we talking to? Hey. Hey, this is Eric Peterson. How are you guys doing? Eric Peterson, we are good. <laughs> we are good. Where are we? Where are you at? So I grew up in Richfield, but I live in Orem now. So moved up here for school and just kind of got stuck here, I guess. So <laughs> Orem is that uh, Happy Valley, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right next to Provo. So <laughs> little few too many BYU fans around here for my oh. liking, but 
you know, what are you going to do? We're so. throwing it out there early, it <laughs> sounds Ooh, like. Wow, well, that'll affect the real estate properties <laughs> out in that area. Well, we're happy to have you, Eric, and I hope you've come prepared Thank and you. you've studied and you're you're ready to go. We well, have- I'm just hoping to match Jordan Porter from last week. He's a good friend of mine. He, I know he went three for three, so hoping I can do the same. He did. In fact, much like the Utah Jazz, our guests are undefeated in this segment, so let's keep <laughs> that rolling. Are That's you ready? I am ready, yes. Uh, sources tell us that you're a little bit of a history buff, so we're going to start out with a history question. Ooh, Vintage perfect. Utah Jazz Question number one, in the 1997-1998 Game 6 championship game against the Chicago Bulls, yes. just to make sure we're talking about the same game, it had the push-off at the end. Are we <laughs> okay. on, We're on the same page? Yes, the game in Salt Lake 98. Yes, okay, I like it. Yeah. Okay, I need you to name, there's 14 players that were on the roster. <laughs> I need you to Turn name them. eight of them. And before before you answer, Eric, you do have the ability to pass and come back to a question. Okay, okay, so. okay. But that's weak well, sauce. If you do that, we would be very <laughs> yeah, disappointed. Yeah, that's, that's a weak move. I, I would feel ashamed to do that. So I'm I'm not going to do that. All right, well, um, give it to us, straight. Here we go. Hey, John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek, Brian Russell, Carl Malone, Greg Foster, uh, Greg Ostertag, Howard Isley, Jacques Vaughn. Um, I mean, there's eight, but if you going, want to keep, keep going, going, this is fantastic. The crowd wants an ovation. Adam, I know Adam. I know Adam Keith was on the '97 team. I'm trying to think if he was on '98. I can't leave out the big dog though, Antoine Carr, of course. I mean, there's ten. Uh, we thought about uh, making this a ten team, que- ten person question, and, and you did it. <laughs> Shandon Anderson. I can't leave him out either. He was a, he was a favorite of mine as a kid. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's one, that's, two, that's three, 11. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Eleven. And you're Adam Keefe, correct. <laughs> so that is eleven. Correct. Outstanding well, stuff. So was um, I'm sure you have the list right there. Was uh, oh, what name did I just have? I can't. Oh, was Chris Morris? Was he on that team, or was he only on the '97 team? Chris, yes, yes, sir. Chris Morris was, was there, that. and then the final two guys only played six and eight games respectively that year. So I say you <laughs> guys, killed it. <laughs> well thank you yeah just because Great. you did more does not mean you can miss the next two questions you can still yeah. be labeled as the worst jazz fan of all time <laughs> okay, hey, for- i was just listening as many as i could for my own confidence sake, that's so. great <laughs> okay so for question number two we're gonna we're gonna bring it to the modern era i hope you are you are in tune with the modern jazz okay. team so there are okay. only there are only three players on this utah jazz team that are returners from last year Name those three players. Hold on. Before you answer, I hope every listener at home is trying to answer all these questions, too, to see if they are a true jazz fan. Yeah. All right, what you got? There's almost three, huh? Um, So Mike Conley, for sure. Okay. Jordan Clarkson. Okay. And Rudy Gay. That's it. Easy peasy. Easy enough. Should have started out with that opener. Yeah, that's that's my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm tempted to adjust the last one because you're doing so well. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna not cheat the honor code here. Last night, who were the star? Oh, this is question number three, and everything's on the table here. Question one and two, it doesn't even matter anymore. You mess this up, and it's over. Okay. Oh, oh, oh no! All right, everybody, see if they can answer this as well. The starting five for the Utah Jazz. Who did we play? <laughs> 
<laughs> he played the Pelicans, Pelicans. in the Pelicans, the Pelicans game. Pelicans oh, game. No. Who were the starting oh, five players? No I nicknames. Know. You know, I was driving home from Richfield. Would you like? Still would, to my defense, but I'm going to say Conley, Barkson, Olenek, Markinen. Hold on, last one. You've got four right. Four right. It all oh. comes down to this one. You are on oh. the money so far. Oh, oh no. Um, oh, well, it wasn't Sexton. I, I want to give you a hint so you bad, but hint, I think right? you want me to give you a hint. If, if he says, yes, if he says that if it wasn't him, okay. we can confirm that it wasn't him. It's the same starting lineup that we had the previous two games. Okay, good hint. Um, I'm wanting to say Vanderbilt, but but I final answer. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, we'll go with him. Final answer. Survey says. Yes, Eric. <laughs> Three and zero. Oh, we are still undefeated. The crowd here at Fizz is going crazy right now for you. Just so you know. Yeah, Braden. I'm talking to you. Such a steady applause. Incredible. Well, good, good work, Eric. I like the little process of elimination. You really had us on the edge of our couch there. And uh, congratulations. I don't know if you know Eric, but you do have a little bit of homework. Um, you need to find and make contact with the next person that you're going you're gonna to call out to be on the yeah, show next week. I got someone in mind I can call out now if you want or whatever. We, we will be in talks. Yep, we will be in talks with you to get their information and you make sure you give them a, a heads up as well okay. and we will get them on the show next week, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, man. I'm super impressed, by the way. Super impressed. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate your time. Keep on listening. Spread the word. Absolutely. And I hope all of our listeners were able to answer those too. Otherwise, you guys are all schmucks. You better learn yeah. your stuff. <laughs> Know it or well, blow it. I, I was going to say, I listened to your guys' episode last week with Jordan, and it was very good. So keep up the great work, and I'm excited to listen uh, to this episode. So. Well, we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thanks, Eric. Hey, one yeah. more question. The bookies have yeah. a Jazz winning 24 and a half games over the entire season. <laughs> where, where do you place them? How many wins? Oh, you know, I think reality will hit at some point. But I'm still going to say like, uh, like 35 wins. 35. 35. Holy hell. All right. Sounds good. Get on. But I'm, I'm still on the 82 and 0 train for now. So. Hey, that's where we want to be. Get on DraftKings and make that bet. Okay. That'll be good. 35 wins. If only wins. I could go back a week and bet on the over under. Oh, I've, I've had dreams about that already. Yeah. All right, Eric. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you later. Hey, thanks, guys. Yeah, take care. What a guy. Good people. Yeah. I'm excited for next week now. Yeah, what this a be, guy. This is so fun. Um, before we close, we got to talk about next games and what to expect. We alluded yeah. a little bit into we're playing some teams for the second time, which is which is exciting. It gets us to see right, right. really how the team adapts and changes, especially Will Hardy as a coach, right. what he can do on the fly to, to change things up if, if teams start coming at him. So I'm super excited, especially for that second Houston game on the on the – in a row. Um, what are your thoughts? What matchups do you see you liking? We got Jokic in Denver now. Does that change things up on the outcome of that game? I mean, we're, it's tough because I would normally say, of course, but the Jazz have done well on the road and they've been difficult games, high stress, overtime games. And here's what I think won the overtime games for the Jazz. Not their experience, but their legs. 
Okay, they had the energy and they were young enough to play longer and harder with more energy in that extra play time. I think that uh, as long as we can keep that energy up, I think that we'll be okay. I don't see us winning both Houston games. I think we're going to split that down the middle. Um, and I do see us winning Denver in Denver. Well, I'm on the same train as Eric, the 82-0 and train. I'm going to say we now go 3-0 and in those three games just for fun. I'll and maybe be driving I'll th- the reality train right next to it. Maybe I'll throw it up on DraftKings too, just for, just for kicks. Um, you and I are going to that game. Yes, our next, in Denver. Our next episode will be recorded on the road in Denver. So that'll be exciting. It'll be a little bit different, but uh, I'm excited for it. Yes, we will be in the Mile High City. So if the clarity of our microphones isn't as good, it's just because the air is thin. That's right. But and we can't get that deep boom that we're, we're known for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Stick with the Jazz, guys. What a fun season. I hope everybody's enjoying watching the Jazz. And giving credit where credit is due, these players deserve it. Give them some love. And the season will be long. But if it's like this, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is as much fun as I've had in a, in a while for the Jazz. 100%. Thank you guys for listening. Again, we are Jazz Beats. I am Jackson. This is Tyson. Um, if you don't follow us on social media, make sure you do so. We are now on YouTube, just a reminder. So those watching, thank you for that. Um, leave a comment down in the comments and we'll definitely read and interact with you guys. We love to do it. So thank you again for listening. Um, and that, that'll do it. That's our show. Go Jazz. <laughs>